0: Good day, everyone, and welcome to New Matter, the SLAS podcast, where we interview life science luminaries. I'm your host, SLAS Scientific Director, Marshall Brennan, And today, we're chatting with Paul Burning, who joins us from Selling, a Boston-based company offering a universal bioink that they expect will start the bioconvergence revolution. Recently, Selling won our new product award, and so it really is our treat to have Paul with us. Welcome, Paul. Thanks for having me, Marshall. Oh, uh, we're really glad to have you here. And so we do have to start with the SLIS tradition of asking you to summarize either your day-to-day work or your company in 10 words or fewer. Can you do it, Paul? <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> that doesn't count, though,
1: right? No. Uh, I <laughs> lead the, uh, the sales, application,
0: business development, and customer success team here at Selling. All right, Paul. So before we get into your work more directly, I've seen the word bioconvergence tossed around. Could you tell... Myself and our listeners a little bit more about what y'all mean by it.
1: Yeah, and I definitely encourage folks to dig into it more than, you know, kind of the brief explanation that I'll go into. But, you know, really our vision is to, you know, look at all of the areas that can, you know, lead to greater discoveries within biology, right? And so, you know, looking at engineering and software and data and many analytics and AI, bringing it together with biologists. And mainly, you know, engineers into a single point to help the greater good, right? And driving, you know, the healthcare industry forward.
0: Awesome. And I think that's really like one of the things I love about, you know, SLAS and our our membership is that it really, you know, the areas of research that we work with bring all of those really diverse areas together and sort of synthesize a lot of diverse research into something for uh, humanity. Which obviously brings us to Cellink, which I think is doing some really clever work that is going to be really important toward you know supporting the future of biotechnology. Could you tell us a little bit more about Cellink as a company and the product that we gave the new product award to? Yeah, so Cellink
1: holistically has been around for five years, as you had mentioned in the opening. You know, we started out launching a universal bioink, which is a biocompatible material to help with three D cell culturing quickly moved into the bioprinting world, developing our flagship product, the BioX, uh, which here again is going to facilitate 3D cell culturing. If you look at the last two years, we've had a very aggressive mergers and acquisitions. So we've actually acquired four companies to date and really to round out the scope of selling, becoming more of a major player within the life science industry. Right. And so you know it's not just bioprinting or tissue engineering at this point in time we offer many solutions whether it's genomics proteomics single cell analysis bulk cell all the way through the tissue printing and so you know our latest product and the one that won the award is the Upsite which is a single cell dispenser with a couple of cameras to help with assurance of clonality within cell line development right so as you look at the you know top eight or nine drugs uh, in the world today, are derived from biologics, right? And so that's a huge undertaking for the pharma companies to begin to, you know, grow these cells, right? And all starting from a single cell, which is ultimately why I believe you guys chose the upsite as you know one of the winners in that. It really brings a lot of values to kicking off that process for a lot of our customers.
0: Yeah, that's really great. I think that you know the world of. Uh... You know, working with single cells is becoming really, really exciting. And so, the more tools we have to let people do that in a flexible way, and uh, really ex- ask the right questions, is really important to you. What is the uh, ideal user of your product? What questions should people be using Upsight to answer?
1: Yeah. So, anyone doing cell line development is going to be one of the primary. Applications for the upside specifically. So, here again, it just offers a unique solution that's going to validate using a camera that a single cell is being dispensed and then validate that a single cell was dispensed into the well here. Okay, so we're going to offer quite a bit of information that regulatory groups are going to be looking for. And it's a premier instrument when you talk about that function within cell line development. Uh, overall, but you know, here again, we, we do have other folks looking to, to use single cells for either single cell genomics or proteomics. Is going to be another major market that our
0: whole Excite series will play in. Awesome. So let's take a second to, to uh, look back. Tell us a little bit about the selling. How did uh, the company form, and what inspired uh, this path through BioWinks up to where you all are now? Yeah, I think a vast majority of the credit goes
1: to our co-founders Eric Hector and Gustin. You know, they've spent a, a lot of time in research. Hector doing his PhD in the biocompatible materials research, hence uh, one of the bioinks that the company was founded on and then, you know, Eric has his MBA from Virginia Tech and is really, you know, business oriented and driving, you know, success overall selling. so if you look at selling over the last five years, I mean, it's nothing short of a miracle how much success we've had. And not just the number of instruments and publications overall, but you know, our ability to hit unicorn status within the last year and actually to date we are almost a $2 billion company. We are publicly traded, full disclosure, on the Nasdaq and the Swedish market. But you know, I, I think that a lot of that success is just coming to seeing our customers succeed and in, in doing what's best for them, both from a business and application standpoint. And that's really... That comes from our co-founders and the vision that they have and the hard work
0: they put in. That's great. Well, I think it's been paying off for sure. How did you end up working with Inc? What's your background and what brought you into the uh, bioconvergence revolution?
1: Yeah, uh, great question. So I started out uh, at IDT uh, as a manufacturing engineer, and I, I spent many time there looking at uh, robotics and you know mainly liquid handling and, and other types of you know basic laboratory instruments. So IDT is obviously one of the uh, leading companies when it comes to oligo manufacturing for genomics related applications, and so. After IDT, I joined Formula Tricks as a sales rep, and then moving into North American sales manager, and spent about three years there. And then came across selling on LinkedIn, actually, and a lot of the research that I was reading about and going on the website, you know, I just really found it fascinating. And and I had reached out to Eric and just had an organic conversation, and you know, really felt that the company was full of winners and that aspect of the people. right? And I wanted to be a part of that and really just join in and a lot of the success that's happened. So I've been with the company about a year and a half now in a sales role in applications, overseeing sales and applications of, of various forms over that time. And I can't say you know, how proud I am of the team and also how much fun it's been seeing all the success that we have.
0: Yeah, it has to be really exciting to be part of a, uh, such an energetic group you know, what what's it what's it like uh, moving into SIL role given you know your deep ties to the industry?
1: Yeah, I think that any advice that I give to anyone in this industry is is to never stop learning and continuing to push and challenge yourselves. You know, when you look at, you know, the life science industry overall, I think that it's important to acknowledge that people are always gonna drive it and or move it forward along, right? And whatever it is, the questions that they're asking the technologies that the vendors are coming out, right? And that's one of the great things about SLIS is getting exposed to all of that and hearing, you know, from our peers, other vendors around, you know, what it is that they're working on. But for me, you know, I definitely continue to learn and enjoy the challenges of that. And you know, looking at selling comp it still, you know, was different than what I had experienced, you know, previously in my career up to this point. That's probably one of the reasons why I decided to join it, right? is just taking on those challenges and wanting to learn something new that was ex- and exciting that is clearly seeing a lot of success in the, in the industry. What would you say is your
0: most exciting professional accomplishment then?
1: Ah, uh, that's a good one. I can tell you when we hit unicorn status several months back, that's kind of the marker that many people, regardless of who you are, understand, right? that How far you come... As a startup, right, and, and hit that status is, it just takes a whole team effort, you know. And I think that for me, having a reflection moment and looking at the entire team was really important, and, and really a moment of that. that you know I couldn't have been more proud of of everyone here. And then even fast forwarding to now, as I'd mentioned before, you know, we're we're almost twice that size <laughs> even a shorter amount of time. And then looking at. Uh, you know, the, the acquisitions. And, and every time, you know, we bring another company in, it's, it's also another moment to be able to be proud and, and welcome new team members to the selling family. And so it's, I, I'd have to chalk it up in those areas as some of the
0: most proudest moments. Now, yeah, I mean, that, that's all really great too. And I think one of the things that under normal circumstances is easy to overlook is, you know, you see a big successful company and you just kind of assume that, you know, oh, like, you know, one thing fall on another, right? But there's. Yeah there's a lot of growing and a lot of sort of teething that happens during the process and thinking about how long you've been with selling, you know, sort of looking at the timing, your, most of your tenure with this company fell during the pandemic. Can yep. you speak to some of the challenges that have with joining such a energetic company during such a high growth period during such a challenging time to do any of anything, let alone those things? <laughs> what, 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 what did you learn about your, yeah. yourself, your company, about
1: working in general? Oh, that's a great, great question. And when you put it that way, it definitely seems like a huge mountain. And I'm sure one that it, that exists. But you know, I definitely looked at it. You know, one step at a time, or took it one step at a time, I should say. You know, I think that, and many of here again, my peers in the industry outside of selling. You know, I think that you know overnight needing to just really change everything that you know. Particularly from a commercial standpoint and the sales process and lead generation, right? And so much uncertainty around the customer base, right? And, mm-hmm. and many of them pivoting towards COVID research, right? And I can tell you that, you know, particularly for selling, our ability to look internally, come up with a strategy and change it literally in a, a matter of what seemed like a few days, right? Of taking everything digital. You know, not just our communication, but also our uh, educational aspects of launching webinars. I think our marketing team did seventy to eighty webinars. You know, one thing: is looking at our customers, if they're not in the lab, they have actually a chance to begin to learn, right? And when you look at our bioprinting business area, uh, we really took advantage of that. And then when you look at you know our biosciences division, you know, many of our products do fit within the COVID research realm, whether it's you know setting up. Uh, QPCR reactions, we're helping out with next generation sequencing to understand the different strains, right? And then here again, our applications and sales and marketing team really pivoting overnight to help speak to that customer base and offer solutions. I mean, it was a lot of stressful nights and still continues to be as we're still learning throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. But I think that that what I've learned is, you know, it's really important to listen to team members and also your customers and if you continue to do that which i think is the foundation that selling was really built on you will succeed and you will offer products that people will use because they told you that that's what they need right and so i think that the value in the voice of the customer is extremely important and you know covid definitely exposed that and i'm just appreciative that i work for an organization that's willing to you know take on that feedback and actually execute on it
0: yeah, it's really inspiring, and I, I think the the message of listening to your customer is one that you know, especially a lot of you know startups and young companies like really need to hear more often than they probably do. Because like you know, we we obviously support a lot of different startups, and like that is the most important lesson is just you know talk to the people who you expect yes. to use your product, and they'll generally tell you the solution you need, even if you have to sort of tease it out. But being able to like both take that step and act on it is. Uh, it, you know, it takes a good amount of vision and sounds like uh, Selling uh, did a great job of incorporating that in. So, Paul, it has been a great time talking to you this afternoon. Can you uh, tell us a little bit more about where uh, our listeners can learn more about Selling? And if there are any sort of last thoughts you want to share about the, yourself, the company, the product before we sign off?
1: You know, I, I definitely encourage everyone to follow us on social media. We have a very active uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram you know, hosting, you can find out a lot of uh, not just information about the company, but also our customers and some of the innovative research and work that they're doing. We are very heavily on that. And also, you know, our website, selling.com, is going to be a great place to bridge you to any of our daughter companies, whether it's Cytina, Dispendix, Cyanion, or Genoas. And and you know, the last thought that I'll end on here. And it's really kind of a, a reiteration of what I would, of what I said earlier. And that's you know, never stop learning, no matter who you are. I think that the vendors and the researchers and scientists in this industry owe it to society to continue to ask questions and push everything forward. And I think that we are the people to really help out, you know, the greater good of mankind. And we need to embrace that and stay curious.
0: Wow. Well, that that is you know inspiring so thank you so much on behalf of the new matter podcast slas and our listeners it's been a real treat getting to uh listen to you today we look forward to uh seeing what else selling comes out with the future and until next time thank you very much thanks marshall appreciate your time